This is America's Webradio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. You're listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. And good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio. We're glad to have you listening in. This is the second show of the year, I guess, for the Classic Car Show. And we're glad to have you listening in. And I do want to thank all the folks... uh, (laughs) that listen and listen to the podcast, the download. Uh, our numbers were just absolutely off the chart, and uh, we've got people coming back that were advertising with us last year on some shows that uh, are coming back this year for the uh, spring planning season and all that kind of thing. But uh, all of it comes together in the fact that you all are listening, and we do appreciate it. And if you go to America's Web Radio Facebook page today, you'll see uh, – an old Texaco uh, pump, a couple of classic cars, and just you might uh, might get excited about it all. But we do thank you for listening. And we've got the Reverend Wright, Mr. Steve Ronaldo, <laughs> judge extraordinaire, hair comber of the week. And uh, then we got the less than hair comber of the week. Uh, we're going to get you a toupee, Jim. That's Why? I miss Christmas. I meant to buy you a toupee uh, for Christmas. Oh, you know, what would I do with it? Impress? No, I, 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 I anyway. I got, a, I got a T-shirt for my birthday from a friend of mine's wife that says, uh-huh. bald men are sexy. And the, and this poor lady's one that's in the, the, the has to read by uh, Braille? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, the shirt came from lens crafters. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it has bifocals on it. <laughs> uh, well, is it uh, scratch and sniff? Or? No. Oh, uh, here we go. <laughs> anyway, we're going to talk cars today or something, I guess. Uh, well, cars is a pretty good subject. Yes, yeah. Steve brought paperwork, so that means something. Yeah, yeah a few things that are kind of interesting. If, if you remember our friends from Penn State with the Buick. Who? <laughs> yeah, I know. I haven't Say heard from him either. Yeah, I haven't heard from him either. I did talk to Jeff Mall, and they're the, stuck on that bridge, and yeah, and, uh, wherever yeah, in New Chris Jersey. Christie, yeah, 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 the George Washington yeah. Bridge. You ever been across that bridge? If I it's have, the biggest, I didn't. It's the most heavily traveled bridge in the United States. Well, that girl did a good job of getting them, didn't she? <laughs> yeah, I used to go over that bridge every day, mm. five days a I'm, week. I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Okay, but, so but. But it's it, it, uh, yeah, I can't believe I would be that stupid to do anything like that. But my uncle, when he grew up, in, he grew up in Brooklyn, and then his family lived in the Bronx, and they bought a house in Bergenfield, New Jersey, which is uh, in that same area—Fort Lee, Teaneck, Tenafly, all that and stuff. The Wood Cliffs. And and um, I always remember him saying, "He said, you know, I bought we bought we bought a house here in the country." <laughs> <laughs> So crossing the bridge is the wilderness. Oh, well, I have a Fort Lee story I want to tell our listeners today. There's a great too. bar there called the Ivan. Oh, wait a bar. second. We, we we got untracked on our Pennsylvania story, and that was my fault. Oh. I'm sorry. Yeah. So what, what's happening in PA? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, the Buick that they were going to take has a cracked block, too, as well. So 
The deal now is, and they've got it cleared, is somebody has donated to the college an MGC. Oh, my Lord. And they're, no. they're going to take an MGC on this. And the great race people have said, as it is in the X class, which is the, the student class, uh, it's okay. So they're going to be taking an MGC. Now, uh, I haven't talked to anybody up at the college other, uh, other than that. I haven't at all ever heard a word from any of those people other than Jeff. So I really don't know all what's going on. I'm sure we'll hear something before too long from them. You know, it's, it's hard to get excited about support when they don't want to support themselves. So my feeling is... Well, uh, it is what it is. You yeah, know, we can't exactly. force them to do anything, but well, we made the, a, we made a, the overture. And I had a roommate that uh, had had the best saying going, and you have to stop for two seconds and think about it. But I always loved it, and I use it. And it was my Collins saying, not mine, but the, but he sums up a lot of situations. You can't push a string. Yep. You can. It's just not very effective. It doesn't go anywhere. The front end doesn't go anywhere. The back end. It will eventually go. It depends on how long the string Well, then you're pushing you the front end. Up. You're not pushing the back end. <laughs> well, one has to, they, what, they change when it's front, the front what, and back change. What, what, what is this, the semantics hour? <laughs> the semantics hour. Wow. <laughs> we could talk about your president. Uh, no, thanks. This is the classic car show. Anyway, I got a, a couple things that are kind of uh, uh, might be of interest. Recently, in a lot of the publications, there have been how to check um, um, for ethanol. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys had, had mentioned this, and these are coming from aircraft sites, people with airplanes. Okay. And how to check if you got – because there, there's – the people that 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 fill the 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 av gas stuff and everything else are bringing ethanol gas and all, and they aren't supposed to have it. So they have a a simple way to check okay. for alcohol in your in your gasoline, which you can find this all over the internet. I got this on eHow. The search I did was how to check for ethanol and gasoline. I had several uh, emails, and. Uh, they, like I said, came from, and this is, I'm just going to read it to you. It's very short. Uh, use a permanent marker and draw a horizontal line on the container. Just get some kind of a container. They, he said things like a peanut butter jar. Pour water into the can- container until it reaches the line you've drawn. Fill the container the rest of the way up with gasoline that you want to test and mark it. Okay. And there's a video that shows the guys doing this. Uh, cover the container, uh, screw the top back on, use a cloth, something. Lightly shake or tap the counter and set it aside for several minutes. Observe the water level in the container. The gasoline will remain on top of the container if the water level has noticeably increased past the line you've drawn. The gasoline contains ethanol. Uh, bubbles floating downward will also be an indicator of ethanol. 
so this is a big concern to the aircraft people, sure. piston-driven aircraft engines. But it's very simple, and if anybody's interested, uh, like I said, there, I looked at this. This was the easiest explanation. The explanations are all the same, but some of them are written in engineer ease where you have to have 14 cc's of this and that. No, 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 no. Just, I like this. Just pour some water in, mark it, pour you some gas have, in and mark it. Yeah, you don't have to use your slide rule with this. No, one. no. And, and uh, uh, they, uh, uh, it does work. Okay. Good. Uh, so this, this anyway. This is probably the only show anywhere that the people listening know what a slide rule is. Yes, yes. <laughs> Any other show. <laughs> slide rule? I, I slid a rule across the floor once. I'm sure you did. Okay. The other couple things that are kind of interesting that happened this week, uh, or since I was last here, as you're all well aware of people that live in Atlanta and, and most of the country last, last middle of last week was just horrible. Tuesday and Wednesday, we got up to temperatures between 0 and 8 degrees in Atlanta, and of course that's very, very unusual for here. Uh and I had several telephone calls about this new funny light coming on on my dashboard. <laughs> and then I, I went to the, the, uh, uh, over to McDonald's with all of the old, some of the old farts go there to, uh, in the morning to have coffee. And almost to a person, everybody said that their truck or car that funny light came on. The funny light that came on is tire pressure monitor system. And as it gets cold, it drops anywhere, depending upon the size of the tire, between 2 and 5 PSI. Most tire pressure monitor systems uh, are are set to design to to run between two and four pounds of the pressure set on the door. Okay, so what you want to do is to fill your 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 tire up with air to the set pressure, and if you do that, even if it drops, it won't. But like one of the guys says, "Well, I checked the tire pressure and I had twenty eight in," and he said, "I thought that was okay." And it was a big Chevy Silverado with big 19-inch tires on. Whoa. And I said, well, did you look at the door pressure? And he goes, no, I didn't. I said, well, let's go out and take a look. And the car was there, and he turned it on, and the light was on. It was 35. Yes, yes. It was 35 on this thing. So if he's at 28, he's 7 pounds lower than what it should be. Now. And it's 2 to 4 pounds, and this light comes on. The light we're talking about sort of looks like a flat tire. It's kind of an odd-shaped thing. Uh, sometimes it has an I in it. Sometimes it will say TPMS. The more advanced systems also have a car under them um, that, that tell you which tire it is. But it's the same, and, and since about 2005... Not only do the TPMS sensors come on for low, they come for overfill as well. The same specification. We'll just pick uh, Sonata. I know because I checked the other day, just uh, as I happened to look, it's 32. Okay? So if 
if you get, we'll say, 34 to 36 high, it's going to turn the light on too. Because overinflation is is not that is not a good thing either. So they'll go either way. That's why you want to get it pretty close to the, the, the tag on the door, whatever the, the sticker on the door says, to prevent from having this light on. As you're driving, most passenger car tires will pick up about about two, three pounds as you drive. Now, if you have nitrogen in your tires, um, you shouldn't have this problem at all because nitrogen is not affected by uh, temperature. So if you set it to 32, it's going to stay 32. It doesn't care. Okay. I tell you what, we got to take a break. When we come back, I'm going to make a profound statement about your friends. So... We will come back momentarily right after this break. Stay tuned for more. Are you into classic cars? Do you own a classic car? If so, you need to know J.C. Taylor Insurance, the absolute best place in the country for classic car insurance. They own classic cars, they support the industry, and have the best prices bar none. Go to jctaylor.com, get a quote, and tell them you heard about them on Radio Sandy Springs. Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on AmericasWebRadio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on AmericasWebRadio.com anytime you like. Watchdog is a term given an organization like the United States Justice Foundation, which since 1979 has been watching out and, when necessary, taking the appropriate action from testifying to litigating to protect our constitutional rights. USJF, a nonprofit organization, is nationally recognized not only as a watchdog, but many in the government, as well as those involved in legal cases, have also called the USJF a bulldog for the tenacious approach in their presentation and proof of what is right. Find out more at www.usjf.net. Support USJF as they support you. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And we do appreciate you listening. And I have a profound statement to make (laughs) regarding uh, Steve's friends that were asking about what is that little light on... uh, on my dashboard. What that is. And uh, so I, I have determined that all of Steve's friends asking that question have to be Democrats because they have oh. a policy of doing it without reading it. We'll read it later. So they must have they don't taken read their it. manuals. The Democrats don't read it at all. Oh, well, they must have taken their manuals and never <laughs> read them on their new cars and didn't know what those little lights Yeah, were. yeah. But it, it is kind of an interesting deal. I mean, I'll, these things, and it's the same at the dealership, these things. I bet you on, on uh, uh, Wednesday morning when it was back to sort of normal, all of these people, there must have been, I'll bet there were 7,000 cars lined up at every dealership with this lights on. Okay, here's my question. Mr. Rinaldo is yes. our recognized expert and uh, whatever and whatever. I, I all the other credentials. Yeah, he we recognize like him every time he comes right. in. Yeah. Okay, Steve. When are the cars, and I'm sure there may be some already, that uh, when the light comes on, this sexy-sounding man or woman, depending on who owns the car, this little voice comes up. 
please check your tire pressure because uh, when's that going to – it's going to happen. You know that. There's going to be a voice that comes out. Already is on some cars. Okay. Well, yeah, because yeah, of the lights. Yeah. yeah, and there's a warning triangle that pops up on the dash – on the digital dashboards yeah, on as, some cars, too. Mostly as, GM yeah, products. As they get more and more sophisticated, I'm sure that will come. But anyway, quickly about nitrogen. Uh, you can tell if you have nitrogen, and I- even if the new cars have it, the valve stem caps are green. They put green valve stem caps on. That's how you can tell if you have nitrogen. Now, if you have low tire pressure, say you have a leaking uh, core to the valve. One of the most handy tools that anybody can buy is a little core tightening valve. And every so often, just tighten that core up a little bit because that's where it's going to leak from. And and uh, um, if you have green valve stem caps and you are using nitrogen, you need to put nitrogen back in because if you use oxygen in irregular compressed air, you're going to you're going to dilute the stuff and it's not going to work as it's it's supposed to. The best thing for nitrogen is, is trailer tires, by far, because they'll pick up. I have that TPMS monitor system on my trailer, and I'll pick up five to six pounds of pressure because I set the tire pressure at 50, mm-hmm. and it'll go 56, 57. Yeah. Do you remember that we used to get valve caps that had the core tightening? Yeah. They were metal? Yeah, yeah, with a yeah, little yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, bicycles up. even had them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I miss those in the standard oil, the the crown, the red crown on the standard oil gas pumps. You used to be able to go into the standard oil station and get red. They'd give them to you. Yeah, red valve stem caps. Yeah, That's, yeah. Well, that, that, we didn't have standard oil out in yeah, Texas. My uh, mm-hmm. one of my offspring happened to pay a visit to us, and he comes in and he says, "Dad." He said, where's the compressor? And I said, well, what's the matter? And he said, my TPMS light's on. And same thing, a couple of tires down or lower, because the car had sat there since before Christmas. And uh, he had one valve core loose, so we tightened that up too. Yeah, okay. it's pretty common I, stuff. I, yeah. I got, I've got a friend that, that uh, is always on my case about, well, you bitch about everything. But you bringing this this subject up, I had I had uh, my car was in the shop not too long ago, and I had them uh, uh, rotate my tires. Yes. And guess what's missing on all of the stems? valve caps? Yeah, they just forgot. Yeah, yeah. they and, took them all off and just forgot. Yeah, and you know it just sort of pissed me off. Well, I, it should. You know, it I, should I, because also they fill up with ice slush it gets in there. But here's a here's a tip. When I take a valve cap off, I put it right up on the top of the tire. I don't yeah. lay it on the ground. I don't put it anywhere in my pocket so I can just reach up and put I it back I stick it on. in my but, ear. And then but I uh, but you have bigger ears. Yeah, I, I, I should stick it in my ear. But you be uh, educated in the folks changing my, crisscrossing <laughs> my tire. The other thing that, that I, don't, I don't like what they do is they use air wrenches. I oh. always go back and go yeah. back and retorque them to about 60, 70. I always do. What are the air wrenches? Where do they stop at? Well, you can do whatever you want. If they have a torque stick, a torque stick is supposed to set. They'll they'll have like a fifty to sixty seven. They'll have these different ranges uh, of these things. I always figure they're going to eat up my lug nuts. They do. Yeah. 
But well, that, that's why if you look at, 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 at the expensive catalogs, they have um, lug nuts, the, uh, the sockets with plastic and stuff inside. Nylon, nylon. Uh, but, the, but the other thing is they're so used to taking a steel nut on a steel rim and just ripping it on. And a lot of these alloy wheels today you have special lug nuts for and Porsche's example with Fuchs alloy wheels, the lug nuts are aluminum. They're lightweight. And, I mean, you run one of those things on with a wrench, and you either warp yeah. the wheel or you warp the, the brake rotor cap. And, and, and just think about if your wife was ever driving the car and had, had a flat and we had nobody to help her change it. Yeah. You can't get them off. I've no. been in cars where you can't get the damn things off. No, they tighten them to 150 or... foot-pounds. Yeah. But I always go behind him. I, 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 that was that that was drilled into my head years ago at, at working on import cars because import cars all had alloy wheels long before they were standard in oh, uh, yeah. American cars. Yeah. One of us here can remember when you put them back on with the uh, whirl wrench, uh, the four. Oh, I love those. Yeah. 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 yeah, but they never came stock. Those things. No, oh no, no, no. But I'm talking about when yeah. I worked at a gas station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we didn't use the air. They, were, probably, they, they didn't have them. Yeah, no. then no. no, no, and we uh, and yeah, and you had four different sizes of lug nuts. I remember doing this. Yeah. And oh yeah, it's it's the same. It's yeah. the same with working on 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 stuff. And I'll, and what what else did your dad teach you about putting lug nuts on? Well, mine told me to make sure there was a little lubricant on the thread. No, that was the other, no three in one oil. No, the other thing that that I was taught was. You do one up here, you do oh, one yeah, down you there, and you yeah, alternate. Yeah, start yeah. 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 And, uh, and then go back and tie, re-tighten yeah. them after you've given but them the, No, seriously, we, I was taught a little drop of oil. Yeah. Uh, or brokering. Well, no, it's, it's, Steve uses all my <laughs> no. brokering. <laughs> yeah, no, I used to sill glide stuff. Sill glide? But, again, you got to remember that if you're going to put lubricant on there, you have to increase the torque by 10%. I, no, I didn't know that. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Yeah. All right, so now we beat TPMS. No, I mean, it's it's a very – a lot of people have no idea what it means, and they, they just oh, don't agree. know. They yeah. have no idea what that light means, and there's so many. And the other one that I just got involved in and on an arbitration and um, Better Business Bureau claim is OCS. This is another interesting one, OCS lights. <laughs> Uh, occupant classification system back around oh 2000 leaving a little bit before the the NHTSA mandated that we had to have this occupant classification system and there are this has just been a real constant nightmare what it means is you have to have a person of a hundred and if I remember right, it's fourteen pounds. I think I can't remember. It changed. So you don't have a kid. So yeah. You, well, that's what it was all about. It, it, uh, in the passenger seat, if you put a car seat and a kid in there, uh, they didn't want the airbag to come out and kill the kid. So you had to have above this number, and I and and it changed two three times. I think it started over 100, then went down to 70 something. And anyway, 
uh, a lot of people don't get this, that their airbag is off. If they're driving the car by themselves, there will be a sign. If you look at any newer car or truck, it will say airbag off. And people get all concerned and all upset that the airbags are off. They think there's something wrong. And it's a very complicated. There, there is an idiot's driving. The no, car. it's a very, very complicated system. It really is. It's very. You you read the owner's manual on OCS and see if you could understand what yeah, it means. Yeah, read it on your car. I'm a Republican. Uh, read I read it. it from cover to cover. <laughs> yeah, well, then you'd know about OCS. <laughs> not if you own, own a car as old as mine. Well, not the one you got from Steve. They well, that's your uh, wife's car. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. She, she won't she let him ride in it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so that that was another thing. If you see a light that I thought these, you know, that uh, that says airbag off, passenger airbag off, and nobody sitting in the passenger seat, that's what it's supposed to do, and that's what all of this was about. And and the the federally mandated con, uh, uh, from NHTSA, the service bulletin on this. To justify this complaint is probably 20 to 25 pages. You have to submit a whole battery of photos, including a full-length picture of yourself, <gasps> a, a picture of what the, a scale with your reading on it, all of this stuff. And the person that was talking about this, I think she really wanted a, a lifetime membership to Jenny Craig. I couldn't see where there was a problem. She the, scale, the first huh? 114 pounds. <laughs> but she but had anyway, that yeah. But anyway, no. But these are the things that come up. And it, it, I've done seminars. I, I do. I've done a seminar several times on. Uh, I call it "What the hell does this mean?" And it's all of the lights on the dash. So people don't know what they mean but these two just happen to to uh, uh, be part of this <laughs> this week's stuff yeah so with the tpms i can understand that they have no idea the ocs thing is just really confusing it just is really really confusing the uh, uh section if you take a look at your owner's manual i think the thing dealing with restraints and OCS and all of this in our in, in Hyundai's owner's manual was some way right around twenty six to twenty eight pages of the owner's manual. All, all I can say to everybody listening is wear your seatbelt. Just make sure you wear your seatbelt and your passengers, including the back seat. Passengers wear their seatbelts. That's yeah. that's the that that's ninety nine percent of it. Yeah, it, yeah, it's really weird stuff. And and, and, and I thought OCS meant, meant officers candidate. I figured you would. Yes. Yeah. It, it 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 was one of the most confusing things that we ever had to deal with from the government, and I think it still is because yeah. it seems <laughs> seems not? to still be going on. <laughs> yes. It's just very very difficult. All you have to do is put OCS dot. GOV, and you know it's confusing. <laughs> Definitely. Anything. Yeah. Well. All right. Well. Are going to break this up for a second? We're going to break this up for a second. I hope you folks will stay tuned that are listening in on this uh, cold and wintry day. No, we'll be back. Nice today. It's nice. Balmy. We'll be back right yeah, after. It's almost 60. 
Did the light turn green and you're still sitting there? It might be time to take your car to Mr. Transmission and let the experts with over 45 years of experience check your transmission. Mr. Transmission of Sandy Springs is conveniently located between Steak and Shake and Sandy Springs Car Wash at 6569 Roswell Road. Look for the yellow and black Mr. Transmission sign or call 404-843-3379. Hi, I'm Ray Bowman, hoping you'll join us each Friday at noon for our new show, Food and Farm, brought to you by FeedstuffsFoodLink.com, only on America's Web Radio. Are you into classic cars? Do you own a classic car? If so, you need to know J.C. Taylor Insurance, the absolute best place in the country for classic car insurance. They own classic cars, they support the industry, and have the best prices bar none. Go to jctaylor.com, get a quote, and tell them you heard about them on Radio Sandy Springs. Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on AmericasWebRadio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on AmericasWebRadio.com anytime you like. Certification. Do you know why becoming a certified healthcare consumerism specialist is more important than ever in 2014? Adding this specialized designation to your credentials tells employers or your clients that you understand how much our industry has changed and how to navigate that change successfully. IHC University's certification program offers coursework both online and live at their biannual forum conference series, and testing is completed online. Reaffirm your position as a leader in the health and benefit management industry. Download our certification overview and learn more at www.theihcc.com. That's www.theihcc.com. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Are we ready? Are we back? Okay, we're talking about our dear friends in Pennsylvania, and uh, and, uh, I hope we hear from them. With with an MGC, they'd be on the phone with you all the time. (laughs) So, well, the engine is a good engine. It just yes. didn't fit in that car. No, and it weighed 800 pounds more yeah. than the four-cylinder engine. Bell yeah. carburetors, right? Huh? The Bell carburetors. You mean no, SUs? SUs, yeah. yeah. No, well, they, but those were Zena Strom. Those, those were emission carbs in 68. 68 was the first year of the C, I'm wasn't not it? sure. And I can't remember six anymore. six-volt positive system? No, no. Yeah, Brit- British had 12 way back, back in the 30s. Mm-hmm. Long before Americans, but think. it was a it was positive though, wasn't it? Yeah, well, so was yeah. everybody else then. Yeah. yeah, then they went to positive Earth. Yeah, they were all positive ground. Yeah. So, all right. Well, tell us about the Cadillac. You've got uh, um, some yeah, stories. I gotta, yeah, yeah. Last, uh, I was out somewhere. Mister Olson and I were doing something. I can't remember what it was, but anyway, uh, the Cadillac has has developed another drivability issue. And it's been so cold, I haven't looked at it. Going around a turn or idling at a real long time, it dies and is very hard to restart. And those were the days it was really cold. So I'm thinking it's either a fuel filter. Freezing? I don't know. I, there could be just some crap floating around in there, and it runs, and you go around a corner, it stops, yeah. or the float is having an issue. I don't think it's electrical problem because I. Uh, I got it now. This may sound dumb, but is it turning right 
or turning left? Doesn't matter. Both? Doesn't matter. Okay. But I, you know, because I'm pretty sure because I, I checked the uh, the electrons in, in the coil are not sloshing to one side and not going up the middle. Good. Well, that's so always I'm, a good thing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they are staying where they're supposed to, the electrons okay. in the coil. So I think I have ignition. What is it? Ninety-nine percent of the carburetor problems are electrical. Electrical. But the, I, I you, think you the, might have was, the one percent. Yeah, <laughs> I think the the coil. I mean the 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 float is having an issue. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. It might be perforated. Um, I hope it is perfect. Yes. <laughs> is that a, is that a, a single barrel, two barrel, two barrel, two barrel, uh, two barrel Stromberg? The GM used that on almost every bigger engine. Same carburetor on Buick, on the on the eight-cylinder Oldsmobile. Chevy didn't have eight-cylinder, so they didn't, they only had single barrel. Um, so it was pretty common. Pontiac didn't have eight either. I don't think. I think they only had sixes. The carburetor over the years didn't change that much per se. However, um, <laughs> want me to hand him a Mokuni? Yeah. Well, uh, well, I mean, well you I mean, talk about domestic yeah, meaning yeah, America. Well, yeah. they went to automatic choke. Yeah. That was about the only thing. Uh, for, you it was around 40. Yeah. 1940. And that, that was about the only thing that, that happened on a carburetor. Until emission times. Uh, yeah. And then My. emission times, they went crazy. Close Except loop and... They were always working. And my, I, I think I've told this story before. My, my grandfather had bought a brand new Nash back in like 1950, somewhere in there, before he went Chrysler. So it would have been in the, in the early 50s or late uh, 40s. And, uh, you know, he would just get incredible gas mileage. Not sort of incredible. I mean, you know, 50, 60 miles to a gallon. So he took it in for the checkup, his whatever they had back then, and uh, the dealership called him and said, uh, you know, we want to, uh, we'd like to take this carburetor off and put a different one on and gave him some far-fetched excuse. And my grandfather said, no, I think I'll just stick with what I got because I like the gas mileage. And come to find out a... uh, an experimental carburetor had gone through the line and hadn't been picked up, and that's why he was getting this incredible gas mileage. And uh, so they obviously were manufacturers were working on them. At well, it was point. one called the fish carburetor. The fish carburetor. Remember that one? <laughs> that that went with the oil filter that you put the roll of toilet paper. In. Yeah, that was one of those. Now, I can remember the roll of toilet paper being advertised on television. It was one of those popular science article carburetors, the fish carburetor. But uh, so I'm pretty sure that that's what it is. If anybody has any other ideas, uh, I would appreciate it. But it's been so cold, I just haven't done anything on it. Well, the other question has to be, what is the word on the bird? Oh, like I said, with this, this latest changes, I haven't done much of anything. Just you got the top all fixed. In the yeah, room. everything is done. It's just I've got three small things that need to be done, and I just haven't. I just haven't. Except a reminder to take a pill? No, that's Steve's. Uh, I just turned my idiot phone on. Yeah. Oh. Casey needs to. Um, my Fort Lee bar story. Yes. I was working in Englewood Cliffs, and uh, 
we used to go to lunch. The, the chief engineer of the auto company that I was working for at the time, and I would always like to find a, <coughs> a local hole in the wall <coughs> lunch counter or beer joint. So we found a couple, one in uh, Fort Lee, New Jersey, as we were talking. <coughs> Excuse me, my son over here is having uh, you all right? Yeah. Okay. And uh, this was a bar that uh, you would go into, and there was an old guy sitting at the end all the time, and he was the school bus warden or ran the, for the traffic warden for the school bus for the little kids going to school. And the bar had all the decorations up all the time. They had the Halloween decorations, the Christmas decorations, and Easter decorations and we go in on Monday, and he always had a fresh pot of chicken noodle soup or bean with bacon soup or something. Hmm. Well, Tuesday, he threw something else in the soup. So it might have been chicken noodle with gumbo. Who knows? Well, by Friday, that got to be an interesting cup of soup. And uh, liverwurst sandwich, liverwurst and onion sandwich. Oh, was that ever good. Was but, there ever a liverwurst sandwich? Yes. Yeah. And uh, the old guy at the end of the bar, who was the crossing guard for the little kids, went in in the morning after he did his job with the little kids going to school, and he'd have a little snort at the end of the bar. And he'd sit at the bar until noon when the little kids went home for lunch, and then he'd come back and he'd have another snort, and then he'd sit there till 3 o'clock and the kids would go home. But that was the neighborhood bar in Fort Lee, and it was a lot of fun. And at one time, Fort Lee was the home to Mercedes-Benz and to Porsche. Yeah. They both had their offices there at that time. And Volkswagen. And, and Volkswagen Porsche now has its office where? Porsche's here. Yeah. But Volkswagen was in Englewood Cliffs, Alfa Romeo was Englewood Cliffs, and Renault was in Englewood yeah, Cliffs. Yeah, you've been by the, the Porsche factory, they had that nice sign over there, work will set you free. As you walk in. Jeepers. So that's my Fort Lee story. Anyway. um, That was a good story. uh, I'm sorry. It's just a little color for Fort Lee. Uh, Speaking (laughs) of of that. Yes, I think he has. Uh, uh, Your favorite auctions are coming up. Wait a second. Wait a second. I want to go back to that a second. What, the Fort Lee bar? No, no, the uh, the bridge incident. Okay, so, you know, some of the reports I heard, there were like waits up to two hours, three, eight, four hours, six hours. So, let's, you know, for two seconds, let's talk about that. Uh, that's a lot of gas going through sitting there idling, uh, even at idle. Um, any recommendations of... What to do? Turn go the off the side. Off. Go no. off the side rail and go into the water. Or? Drink a lot of water before you yeah. go across or, the Jordan or, or, or have a pee jar in the car. With you. <laughs> no, I'm, like I'm serious. That's a, that's a. <clears throat> well, you shut the engine off. If you're going to sit there for a while, turn your engine off, unless it's forty below zero outside. But you and get out of the car and walk. Find a truck and walk over and ask the eighteen wheeler guy what the hell's going on. Yeah, because he'll know. Yeah, they'll know because they've yeah. got all CB radios and GPS because their people are monitoring That's them right, all. Good buddy. Yeah, 
<laughs> well, most everybody would have they GPS anyway at this point, I guess. Damn road. Yep. Yep. Well, and either that or you get 880 CBS radio, AM radio, and they'll tell you what's going on, or WNBC. Yeah. But that had to be quite disconcerting, particularly if you were well, headed to pick well, up your kid or something well, like that. Let me say something. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, like I said, it was disconcerting, I'm sure. I have sat on the GW Bridge or in Fort Lee waiting to get on the GW Bridge for up to an hour some mornings when That's... I worked in Manhattan. And uh, unfortunately, this was magnified significantly. But there's always a wait at the bridge. I don't care what anybody says. Is there says. any way around it at all? Bus. Another bridge or the train. Take a bus. The buses, they've had, they've had express, lanes, uh, express lanes for buses on George Washington Bridge since I can remember. Well, or take a train to the path tubes and go across yes. that way. Yeah, you can go into Port Authority. I, I, you know, I can imagine somebody in New Jersey I want to no get joy-zy. no joysy. I want to. I want to get even with them. <laughs> you ever heard a Texan try and pronounce New Jersey? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway, yeah. those people don't know what they're doing up there anyhow. So they they got what they deserved. Well, uh, so. <laughs> okay. We're not good, Lord. Now we have just alienated well, a third of our listeners. Third. Third. <laughs> but it's an amazing place, New York City, in that whole area. Oh yeah. I, I don't, I couldn't I don't know stand how many it. millions of people. I I can't remember what it is that they move into New York and out of every day. How close is that to Paramus, New Jersey? It's right there. Paramus is on Route Four, just yeah, west of the bridge. Because I, I had a, when I was in the finance business, I had a company that wanted me to move up there and live in Paramus in an apartment and. And, gee, every morning I'll pick you up and we'll go to the train station and we'll talk about what we're going to do all day. And, and then at night we'll come back on the club car. And I said, Alex, you know, there's something wrong with this picture. Job, maybe. Marrying you, I have no intent of doing that. And being with you 18 hours a day is not my idea of what I want to do in life, you know. Yeah. And, that, I mean, that was it. You'd go, get a, you had to be at the train station like at 6 or something like that. To get into the city, no. I, you know. Well, if you wanted to be in the office at seven, you did. But yeah, seven or eight, and and uh, then. Yeah, but what's the difference around here? I we have friends that, that seven drive minutes, two and a half hours a day. They live uh, way up north, and they drive. Oh, that's we have their five problem. People that live in Chattanooga. I know people that work in Atlanta. You know, you know a lot of Democrats. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, it's there's no difference here except the traffic is. It, we don't have the infrastructure to support the growth here. I I enjoy my seven minute drive personally. I enjoy oh. my zero minute drive. Yeah, well, <laughs> you read the book. Anyway, we're going to take a break. We'll be back on the classic car show. Yeah, I can't remember how many people move in and out of New York yeah, every day, it's but it's, it's yeah, it's millions, many millions, yeah. as in two. Okay. We'll be back right after this. This is Michael Gano with the Middle East Research Center Limited, bringing you insight to Israel, the truth about the greatness of the Jewish state and its struggle for sovereignty and security every Sunday at 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
Are you into classic cars? Do you own a classic car? If so, you need to know J.C. Taylor Insurance, the absolute best place in the country for classic car insurance. They own classic cars, they support the industry, and have the best prices bar none. Go to jctaylor.com, get a quote, and tell them you heard about them on Radio Sandy Springs. Hi, everybody. It's Don Zabkar, your host for Who Knew? We air Mondays 2 to 3 on America's Web Radio and then occasionally throughout the week. We've got some great subjects. This administration or this regime, as you know, is providing us with great material. So stay tuned. Check us out. America's Web Radio. It's Who Knew? with Don Zapkar. Are you into classic cars? Do you own a classic car? If so, you need to know J.C. Taylor Insurance, the absolute best place in the country for classic car insurance. They own classic cars, they support the industry, and have the best prices bar none. Go to jctaylor.com, get a quote, and tell them you heard about them on Radio Sandy Springs. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And we're back on the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. And once again, I want to thank everybody for listening to this show and all the shows. And uh, we just had a fantastic numbers year. 565,000 people visited our website. We had uh, 5 million something hits and 3 million and something, 3,800,000 or something. I, I, big time. That's scary. It's a lot of people. <laughs> no, I, you know, I, no, I, I tell you what, I, I started thinking about it, and I, as you all know, I, I've been in this for a day or two, and uh, this is like have, owning a radio station in a small town. Exactly. Uh, you know, it uh, with with a population of 25,000, 30,000, well, that's what I get, uh, you know, we get fifty. So we'll hit sixty thousand visits to our website this month, and uh, you know. So, but it's it's sort of like a small town, except my small town happens to be the world. So, it's and, neat. Yeah, it is. Do you have any way of knowing wh- wh- where people? I mean, like, I, how many are overseas people? I'm just curious. Oh yeah, yeah. We have we uh, have a way of you yeah, have a way yeah. of knowing Germany. We have been adopted by uh, a. Uh, I guess it's like an iTunes. I'm, I'm not real sure. But they have downloaded all of our programs. I don't even know how they do it. I have no clue. Back to almost day one, and people are going back four, five, six years, seven years. Whoa. So they're getting lull in me then. They're getting lull in you. Yeah. But anyway, it's it's uh, it's amazing. And uh, they've that certainly helped our numbers. But, uh, yeah, we have people from... China's a big listener. We we can really yeah. China's a big listener. Germany's a big listener. Japan does okay. UK does pretty good. Uh, I mean, we're still up in the nineties with the with U.S. listenership. That's obviously our dominant. But we have um, it, it's dropped off. But we used to have a big uh, big listenership out of Australia, and, uh, which I always found interesting. And every now and then, I'd get an email from from somebody in Australia about you know, the show. You know what I would be curious while we're doing this is of our listeners, I, I'd be curious as to what they want to hear. They're welcome to um, uh, yeah. anytime. Email uh, email general manager or manager or David at America's Web Radio, and we'll be glad to uh, pass it on and, and uh, 
get you know. Yeah, because there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of things going on. Well, today. We could discuss. We could discuss Holden's. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, it, and we wouldn't be beholden to our listeners. Either. Exactly. So, yeah. uh, I wonder what a kangaroo has in its pouch. Uh, probably its purse. <laughs> uh, there are a lot of. I mean. NASCAR's got a new configuration on their body this year, and their Daytona's starting. Steve's favorite auctions are going on in Phoenix. Last year, or last year, last week, you mentioned the fact that uh, Heming, uh, what, that's Hemings, look, yeah, that's looking for people that own a, have owned the car from the beginning. Beginning, yeah. Does it matter purchases. what kind or anything? No, no. I, I, I had had a guy doing an interview in here. Uh, Thursday, that he's on his, I want to say Toyota, but it may uh, be something else. But since day one, has oh, 200 and some odd thousand miles on it. And, then, I mean, it goes back, it's like a 72 or 73 wow. or something like that. And uh, Yeah. Well, I got my friend in Baltimore with his 61 Alpha Spider. I ought to contact that dude and... and uh, He's in yes. the he's in the bluebird business. School buses? No, no, no. He's a he's a bird watcher. Oh, yeah. Birder. Well, they just had their bird count. Yes, they just had their bird count. And there's a big crisis now because people are putting bird calls on their cell phone and trying to attract birds from that, and they're getting false readings as to how many birds they're seeing. Yeah. And that makes no sense whatsoever. Well. What can I tell sure. you? I, I, there, there are other problems going on with uh, birds and everything else, and uh, this is going to become, uh, unfortunately, more and more apparent, and there doesn't seem to be a, an well, answer to the pollution. To the um, you won't see it today, but if, if you start noticing uh, what, we, what we thought many years well it was many years ago a contrail but they're not contrails anymore there are still contrails but you're talking about from uh, airplanes yes uh there are now called chemtrails and uh this is it's becoming quite an issue um and you're talking about unburned jet fuel no no this is some kind of this is chemical spraying it's almost like the uh, agent orange spraying uh, that they were doing in vietnam well, this is something, if you're interested, you can Google Kim Trails and find out all sorts of information that you probably didn't want to know about to begin with. But uh, like I said, you won't see it with our skies today, but uh, many, someday. many times, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Uh, well, the, the other thing, Steve's auctions are going on, and uh, Hemings has had some interesting articles about uh, values and where they're going. And I know you and I talked about it, David, that – Real Ferraris, 67 and earlier, are going through the roof price-wise because they've become art objects now. You know, let me throw out something. As they were talking about the economy yesterday and the unemployment rate and all of this hitting the big time, uh, one of the ladies that I was watching was making a very big point about the fact that Wall Street had the best year in 26 or 28 years or something, and the percentage and what was really happening was the rich were getting richer. And, and this, this concerns me about this show and about the, and about the hobby in general. It's going to get to the point 
that you have to be a multi, multi, multi millionaire to be in the hobby and be able to support the hobby. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. You're no. not going to see people. Are you trailering as much as you used to? Well, but you're going to, you know. Again, you're, you're. There's cars and there's cars. If you start talking about Ferraris, Duesenbergs, and that kind of class, yes, because those people don't care. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. They've never put gas in a car in their life. It, to them, it's an investment. There's no one in this world that hadn't put gas in a car. Oh, yes, oh, yes. there is. Yes, I'll bet, Ralph Lauren, gas. I'll bet Ralph Lawrence <laughs> never put gas in a car. It's rather smelly. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, but, but no, it's a whole different ballgame. You take There's a look. There's a roach on my wall behind oh, me. Oh, my gosh, there is. Lunch. Lunch, yeah, it's David's lunch. <laughs> uh, but anyway, but but people with Model A's and Model T's, they're they're not appreciating. They're hanging around. I talked about that on the air. That's still the best bargain yeah, or value know, and the most fun for the money. And and they're not going to go anywhere. It's 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 what's happening. You watch the people at the moron jackass auction that's going on, and and they're just stupid people. They think it's an investment. They think it's it's. It's it's like those that guy on TV who says I like gold stuff. Yeah, <laughs> call whoever. You know, but they, you know, the hobby's well, always going to be here. Yeah. Well, and and the other thing is some of the cars like the three fifty six Porsches people have discovered and they're going through the roof price. And it's a, it's a junky car to begin so, with. Well, in your mind, it's a junky it, car. It, the MGs used to blow the doors off of those crappy things. Well, they were junky cars when they were new. I hope our listeners understand that Mister Ronaldo has some prejudices about. Things. They kid. were. They were crappy cars when they were new, those things. I liked it. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll just leave it at that. Which cars were I, He's talking about it. I'm allergic to cast iron, so I can't, I can't participate in this discussion. So I get the hives when I'm near cast iron. Anyway, uh, Hello? We got some dead air here. Yeah, we're just listening to you pontificate about I'm not pontificating. The, the, one, the wonders of German junk. We just lost our German listeners. We just lost our German listeners. Yeah, so. How's the way to make you like this car? Yeah. Sign this paper. Oh, man. Sign here we go. Sign this paper, please. Uh, uh, I know nothing. Somebody's TPMS light just came I know, on. I know nothing. <laughs> I know nothing. He's running out of air, folks. Uh, that's, a, that's what Democrats say now. I know. I know. <laughs> I've never heard about that. Sergeant Schultz was a Democrat, I think. Uh, Sergeant Schultz. Yes. Uh, yes. Colonel Clink. Yeah. yeah. What a bunch. Um, the good old days. Yes. Speaking of when that. When television was really television. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After that, you could watch my mother the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or what was it, Geraldine? Or what What was that haunted Plymouth? Was that Geraldine? Christine. Or? Christine. Christine, yeah, Christine. And then they modernized it with, uh, what's his name, uh, Dave, uh, and he had the talking car, and he was sort of the private detective. You're talking talk about Herbie, the Volkswagen Beetle? No, 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 no. This was... Uh, Oh, it was, a, it was like a know. Firebird, Black Oh, Firebird. I know you mean. Knight Rider. Knight Rider. I, I never saw the product. I remember I've seen the car. Uh, they've yeah. only they've auctioned 
200 of the 10 that were made. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> All with interesting serial numbers. Oh, uh, that's the big problem with all these auctions is the legitimacy of some of this product. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I hate so. to tell you this, but that seems to be a problem with everything today, legitimacy. Um, I, you're probably hitting the nail on the head with that. Whether it is or whether it isn't. Well, the other thing to remember is check your tire pressure. Tire yeah. pressure? Yeah. Yeah. Check your tire pressure because that, that's, that's important. It's well, also, maybe also, winter's over. Who knows? Well, it, it no, is No, we're supposed to get another one in the middle of this week. Are we? Yeah. Good. Well, Just flurries. Good. Just yeah. flurries. That's all right. We need, we need it. Yeah. We had flurries earlier in the week. Monday, we had flurries. Yeah. You're looking What's for your roach? What's that stain on the wall? Oh, he That's just ate, wrong place. Yeah, <laughs> he killed a roach. Listen, I started to pull out my 380 and shoot it, and oh then my. I decided it might scare the hell out of me. <laughs> out of both of us. <laughs> and me, too. <laughs> <laughs> Shaky Jake over here. <laughs> Give me one more cup of coffee and I can do it. <laughs> I went to the range a couple of weeks ago. And I had one too many cups of Starbucks, believe me. <laughs> okay, folks, it's over with. I know you all are delighted, but we uh, we got to get out of here. We got to put the uh, plug in the jug. That's it. We'll be back next week with more excitement on your show, the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Stay tuned for Food and Farm, followed by America's Homegrown Veggies and the Master Gardener Hour. Are you into classic cars? Do you own a classic car? If so, you need to know J.C. Taylor Insurance, the absolute best place in the country for classic car insurance. They own classic cars, they support the industry, and have the best prices bar none. Go to jctaylor.com, get a quote, and tell them you heard about them on Radio Sandy Springs.